Okay, here we go. Three, two. Welcome. I hope you enjoyed the conversation you're about to witness between me and another comedian. These are conversations I'm calling disorganized religion. God bless. And for any atheists out there, may nothing await you after this life. There is hope for you today. Come to Jesus, he is the way. Beautiful. I hear that. Yeah. Sean? <laughs> oh, man, that was snapping, man. That was a great <laughs> song. Thank you. Thank Whoa. you. I didn't, I didn't write it. Uh, <laughs> thank you all Good. for tuning in to another episode of Disorganized Religion. As you can tell, we've had a small upgrade to the studio, and we are so thrilled. 2023 is going to bring some big things. I am joined by the actual bodied voice yeah. of Travis Clyburn today. What's, what's crack-a-lacking? We, <laughs> we are joined by the disembodied voice of Katie. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and... Our fantastic guest today is the 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 comedian extraordinaire. You should check him out. He's got a fantastic special on Comedy Central on his YouTube page. The mighty Sean Grant. Oh, thank you guys. Oh, the my applause gosh. is not working. So. <laughs> I clap for myself. I rejoice for myself, man. I don't mind. <laughs> is thank is Katie okay? Me. I know you said disembodied. Is she? <laughs> But I'm just not on camera. I'm just okay. a hot bag yeah. of trash right now. So I'm like, I'll just stay back here. No webcam. I'm good. Oh, good. Good. As long as you're all right. <laughs> Katie, Katie looks beautiful and is beautiful. I appreciate She's not, you. not on camera this time. That's why, what, that's why I said that really creepily. <laughs> so you can just, be. Just, uh, so yeah, all the yeah, viewers yeah, yeah. know. As, I'm not going, yeah, she's sexy, this lady we employ. Everybody knows. Everybody knows you can be creepy with your wife. It's Absolutely. Yeah. Why, why have a wife if you can't? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, Sean, Sean, you're also married, correct? Oh, yeah, man. It's been a year and uh Wow. I would say seven months or something like that. Gosh. Uh, okay. Oh, nice. Okay. That weird time where you can't, you know, months. I don't understand months. Uh, it's a year. It's a year and almost two years. Yeah. So wow. Like well, this is pretty rare. Three comedians all married yeah. in, in the same virtual space. Yeah. Amazing. Well, congratulations. You two are like newlyweds. Yeah, we're we were uh, October last year, so we're a yeah. year in uh, two, almost two months. Wow, so, yeah, fresher wow. than you, my friend. Fresher. Than oh, you. nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sean, you guys got married near the end of the pandemic, kind of right married. up in Santa Barbara. Yeah, it was nice, real intimate. I, that was the only way I would have wanted to do it, man. I, I <laughs> yeah. we're not real uh, big on people. My wife and I are very very shy people, so. We yeah. zoomed it out to my family. I have a huge family. Most of them in, are in England anyway. Uh, oh. And they got to watch it, send me money, send her money. She got some money, too. <laughs> good deal. Right? We only had to feed a few of them. Yeah. And it was great, man. That's perfect. So you two basically brought on the pandemic so you could get married comfortably. Oh, yeah, man. Look, hey, man, God will use anything. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> he can use anything. Yeah. And he oh. sure did. He called some kids home. And uh, let them get married in peace. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, so, we, actually, uh, we had a smaller one, too. I'm pretty thankful for yeah. that. Right? It, it saves you a lot of money, oh, yeah. that's for sure. Jeez. Yeah, and you don't have to feel like you're entertaining people. I never wanted yeah. to feel that way. At my, at my Everybody at my wedding, I didn't. not that I didn't care what they think, but if they didn't like something, they would just tell me. They wouldn't yeah. gossip about me. You know, they would just go, hey, man, something. You know, but I felt comfortable being a little drunk around them. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, it was fun. Well, people might not understand that it makes sense as a comic to not want to entertain people all the time. Right. It's my job. You know, I don't want to work now. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Actually, I had a thing happen in San Diego yesterday. I'm here and I do videos with uh, with Tatiana Gucci, who is uh, opening the show as well. And she um, somebody recognized a video we did where she's trying to break up with me. Yeah. But he didn't introduce himself. He just comes up to the car, big black dude, and he goes, um, you didn't break up with this dude yet? <laughs> and I go, you know, and I'm, I don't know this yet. And I'm like, all right. 
you know, because I got, I, I, you know, I'm a cry, you know, I'm, I'm working. Yeah. I, God ain't through with me, man. Yeah. So, I'm, but I'm immediately <laughs> thinking like, okay, this is aggressive. So right. I just wound, wound the window up on him while he's talking, right? And and he was like, come on, man, that's how you treat your fans? And I said, wow, <laughs> I am so sorry, brother. And, you know, because he referenced the clip. And yeah. he made even this is how they treat their fans. He made a video of us, and I said, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Know. I'm ashamed. That's no. not how you treat your fans. You're right. Well, you could also introduce yourself as a fan. That too. I didn't want to correct him too much. To, but yeah, this is a pretty aggressive way to be like, I'm a big fan of yours. Yeah, <laughs> and just start quoting a, a sketch. We do a lot of sketches, and that's a very uh aggressive one to quote because you yeah. know well, I don't I, know if she's in danger or what's happening, you I, know. Right. Well, and I think sometimes people once once you put out videos, I think people are sort of like in the in the forever present, like right. they the video and they're like, oh, well, they would clearly remember that because they just did it. Right. Right. And they don't realize like it takes a lot of time to edit and then figure out the right, right time to post. So it could have been that you'd done that years ago. You right. Know. And he might have just saw it this morning and thought that, you know, that's right. so, yeah. sometimes movies are the same way, I'm sure, for right. people. I go up to Arnold and I'm like, I'll be back. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, That's I mean, 40 years ago. In yeah. all fairness, he better remember that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd I saw Vista, baby. What What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we've, we've catched, we've caught you in San Diego. This, for, for those watching and listening, this has been something that Travis and I have been trying to schedule with Sean for a few months now. Yeah, you're busy, man. Yeah, no, no, yeah. No this, busy, is, man. I bet this is a dream come true. I mean, this is this is a hard fight, man. But we 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 made it. I know there was so many scheduling things, but yeah. I'm glad to be here finally. Finally, yeah, we did it. We did it. We caught him in San Diego. He is at the Laugh Factory in San Diego this weekend, uh, dodging one of the first Christmases with his wife. <laughs> no, I'll be back. I'll be back, baby. Don't do it. Come on, I got your gift ready. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she probably she's shaking them right now. I'm sure. I love it. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's peeking. She's opening them up. She's gonna rewrap them by the time. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's great. Okay, so Sean, how long have you been doing stand up? You've been doing it for quite a while. Yes, yeah, since I was 18. So I'm oh, uh, about all, about 17 years now, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's been a fun journey. Oh man! So what I'd like to ask guests that have been doing it for as long as you have is your first, you know, your first open mic experience, and and along with that, in whatever order, what led you to do stand up? Well, um, well, I was in high school, and I saw a ticket on the ground, like a it was from the Miami Improv, and it said, "Do you think you're funny? Um, do the open mic." So I, you know, and I've written some stuff for school. I would do the morning announcements and write little sketches nice. and stuff like that. And my school is very, uh, it was in Miami is a all black school, but very tough crowd. Right. So I was like, okay. Oh, well, dude, I'm from Miami. What school you went to? Carroll city. Carroll city. Miami. I went to Palmetto high. Hey, what? Real five in the house, pit bull, tree. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Oh man, yeah, man. But no, you know, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're in high school. You see this? Yeah. And I just I wrote my act for like six months. I was really sensitive about it. So whenever people would read it. Like one girl was like, "Are you writing jokes?" I was like, "No!" And I got so mad. I, I ran out the because that's you know very vulnerable, man. But uh, I just wanted to be a writer, yeah. and I didn't know how being a comedian worked. I'd never nobody in my family is an entertainer. Yeah, it, that didn't make any sense to me. I just thought that those people were selected or groomed since they were children. But I thought <laughs> I'd give it a shot to become a writer. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just took a life of its own, man. It took a while to get good. That was the first, oh, yeah. uh, goal is to, to be consistent enough with, in front of a crowd. How'd you do your yeah. first uh, performance? Did you get, uh, oh, horrible. Well? horrible. Oh, no, wow. no, no. Yeah. That's I rare because just... <laughs> most times people do decent enough to want to keep doing it. So sure. no, it was so bad. I, I, I knew I was, I, I did what I came to do, which was not make them laugh. It was to remember everything. Like no, just said the jokes and got out of there. Yeah, when I was. I do. I wanted to 
get better. And I knew, so, and I got excited about it. Nobody knew, nobody in my family. I went up and, you know, they just stared at me. I didn't know anything was wrong with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They didn't yell at me or boo me. So I was like, oh, that's great. Right. Uh, that didn't come till later until uh, I started getting booed or I got booed the first time and stuff. But yeah, oh, man, it's yeah. it's that's the cool thing about this job, man. It's it's all a part of it. Like even the I don't remember all the good shows I had even early, especially early on. Yeah. But the bad ones, they oh, they teach you. They forever. continue to teach you. Yeah. Yeah. It's such good yeah. lessons. No, that's for sure. So, OK, so what kept you going? You have kind of a I guess for you a win in remembering all the stuff you wanted to do, but negative yeah. audience reaction, what kept you, what made you go back the second time to yeah. make them laugh that time? Yeah. And that's all it's about for me, man. Like, like that's what I love about this art form is they're telling me, um, I think Sid Caesar wrote in his book um, that the, it's like being a musician, which everybody says music and comedy have a great, a big, a great relationship. But he said, the audience is the instrument. So mm -hmm. no matter what, even if I'm doing the same jokes tonight, this audience that I'm the two audiences that I hope to have um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. are different than any other audiences I've ever had. So the pace, the way that you whatever the the openers might have done, it's a, still a fresh show, even as I might be doing the same act that I did the last time I went up. I'm the, the reaction is what's telling me how fast to go, how right. what to switch up. And it, it's such a a fun journey to 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 learn how to play that instrument so i think that's what i was you know that's always been the most important thing to me as the audience um yeah well, i would lose that from time to time i would get frustrated about or jealous or you know whatever and then i'd have to keep getting reminded that you get to make people laugh man and, and it's about them it's about whatever yeah. they were going through i get to 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 bring some light yeah yeah. So have you noticed in in all the years that you've done this, there's kind of this new, uh, I guess, gripe, mostly from male white comics such as <laughs> ourselves that, you know, you can't say whatever you want anymore. Have, have you noticed that over the over the years as you've done comedy? You know what? And I'm a lucky guy. I'm just a good person. So no, it's, like, <laughs> it's never bothered me. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, yeah. That What's I that like? No, but I mean, like, I get what people are saying. Like, you can't be offended. I'm like, oh, I've never really had an act that I've had to be nervous about offending anybody. It's, it's nice um, to hear yeah. someone say that because yeah. I've been asked that question so many times by so many different people, and I'm like, I've never had a problem. I'm not yeah. a dick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going up there and it's like, even if I say stuff that I don't know, I just don't think that way. Like, right, right. Get yeah. Up there I'm not an edge lord. I'm not going up there like, yeah, right. <laughs> right. That's not my, that's not I've I'm never had do. a problem. I've never. Yeah, had a problem. I have no problem with good. And even if uh, it's something might have offended somebody that I said, you know, it's they would. I would be like that. That's not my intent. Like, there's no intent to do that at all. Even I'll yeah. back up. Like I've said things. You know, I've seen somebody and said, oh, hey, ma'am, or, you know, and it was not a ma'am or it was a, <laughs> right. or whatever. Right. My bad. I'm not going to double <laughs> down. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think the audience can appreciate yeah. that vulnerability when you go, whoops, That's you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. sorry, yeah. you know, didn't mean to offend anybody. Um, right. Yeah, because I feel like at that point, if you if if for an audience or a person doesn't appreciate an apology, they're just kind of crazy anyway. Yeah. <laughs> What can right. you do? Some people are looking you know, like, to be offended. Yeah, exactly. Like if and, I'm like, oh wow, I didn't understand that. I'm sorry. Right. And then they go, well, still, fuck <laughs> <you>. <laughs> at that point, what can you do? Yeah, I guess you were coming to hate me. That's yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's real. Oh man, yeah. they even chased Jesus out of it. I mean, that was so when he threw him out headlong. The Bible says, "I was like, yeah. golly!" Right yeah. before he said, "You can't be appreciated." your own uh where you come from i was like your own people hey, right. even even right. jesus at a rough go at a crowd man right and, and anytime we can compare ourselves to jesus is a win I oh yeah you know not, not, that's not what i mean no, <laughs> my act is not he, he had some kills sermon on the mount oh killer. dude some banger <laughs> for sure yeah for sure that's <laughs> untouchable you know what nah. i mean that's what it's up there yeah. Uh, so, Sean, were you raised religious? And, and or did you live like most of your life in Miami? Yes. Yeah. I grew up in Miami Baptist Church. My great grandma would bring us all. But I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't have a relationship with God until she passed away. Till, till years after she uh, 
couple years. So like um, going to church for you is mostly just family obligation. It's what grandma wanted. So you went. Right, right. There was no uh, revelation in my life at that point. Uh, yeah. Really no relationship. So I, I was able to kind of believe it, not believe anything, but I understood um, and still kind of do. I mean, I get it. I If somebody didn't have an ex- experience with God that I have, I can understand them not knowing God, but even, I don't, I never knew him intellectually. I never knew the Bible growing up. And then I became yeah. more interested once I felt like I had a relationship with Jesus Christ. I felt like, Oh, now I can, th- this is a living Testament. I can read the Bible over and over again from, you know, Genesis to revelations and, and feel some sort of connection mm-hmm. to, to what's going on. Uh, whereas before it was just, just any other information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so what about, uh, I mean, was it just faced with like the questions of mortality? What about your grandma's passing changed your relationship with God or, or church even? Um, you know, it might not have even been that it was that compiled with, it was just a l- bunch of bad things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, in my life, I was living in my car, she passed, I went and mm-hmm. we buried her. So it yeah. wasn't necessarily that I didn't have her to talk to and, and read me by or just tell me, a, you know, the Bible verse she was reading that day. Yeah. Um, and she was like a really close, like not just my great grandmother, like a best friend type thing. Yeah. But I remember being in the car and, uh, you know, although people give him a tough time at Joe Osteen, I was listening to him. Yeah. <laughs> on something. I was like, man, I don't know. But he's such a great evangelist. I understand mm-hmm. that as I grew more in my understanding of the Bible, like he, he's what brought me into, like he, he said something about an explosive, like pray for an explosive blessing, right? The way he said it and be specific with God. So I prayed for a certain type of job and I said, all right, I got nothing left. Let me, let me pray the way he's telling me to pray. Like not just some, and I prayed specifically for a job that I could have, but not have to go all the time. And I could travel because I had no money. Yeah. wasn't really able to see my family um, in England and other places. Yeah. And I got a, the perfect job at Delta Airlines uh, at that time. And it, it allowed me to travel, go do shows. I've been yeah. all over the world doing comedy. And that yeah. helped a lot. And it was a weird position where it's not full time. So you can give right. away your shifts and stuff like that. So I was like, wow, that worked. That's amazing. Um, what Damn. a great evangelist he is. Now, as you, you know, as I wanted to learn more and get dig deeper, Maybe that's, but that's not always the preacher's call. Some preachers teach more, some are more to bring you into the faith. And I, you know, but I appreciate him for being that for me at that time. Yeah, Um, gotcha. We'll take this time to read some (laughs) some, uh, commercials from our sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) Stamps.com. Stamps. Why the fuck do you need them? Are you sending email, bitch? Still sending mail? Don't use stamps. <laughs> stamps. Don't use mail at what all. What are you, a moron? Use the phone. Call great, I have, I've wanted to, um, I found, I keep finding dog and cat food that have like redneck aggressive names. Like oh. I found, uh, <laughs> I found this one cat food brand called Freedom Food. Wow. And I want to make fake advertisements. You know, there's them. also one that's called like Nutrition Science. Oh, yeah. That's not quite as... <laughs> I like the idea of that. <laughs> I like that one of being That's like a, a Christian scientist people. <laughs> oh, I was thinking more like like oh, leftist. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> we we believe in the science. Does your cat claw down the patriarchy? <laughs> I wanted to do the uh, the freedom cat food because I'd be like, is your cat a liberal? <laughs> then he ain't gonna like freedom cat food. <laughs> this cat food has meat. In it. <laughs> yeah, cat food made with balls. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Travis! The studio is amazing. I'm really proud of it. You Thank should you. be. Thank you. You should be. It's proud one of the few of it. things where I'm like, I can't believe I did this. And we're back. We want to thank you for thank sticking you the, with the us. Message from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we left off with you on a plane, captive audiences all across the country, working your material and thanking and Joel Holstein. Joel Holstein, baby. Oh, yeah. A, your gateway yeah. back into God. Yeah, absolutely, man. Oh, say it again, Travis. I'm sorry. Like Joe Olstein, do you still find his teachings important and stuff? I I don't know much about the man other than uh, he's very wealthy. 
Yeah. Right, right. And, you know, and people say um, they, they don't. Uh, so so a lot of his he won't preach revelations. He's not that type. He's not the type of pastor that will do conviction in his, um, you know, in his sermons. Like, right. He's but that's his thing. Like he kind of he's, he's a grace preacher. He's a hope preacher. Yeah. And I think if you just, you know, uh, there, there's not enough of that, man. That, that might not be yeah. his thing. You can find enough preachers that are give you some hellfire brimstone oh yeah right. <laughs> you know and that's right. their whole thing right uh, most televangelists are that way i've i've found most televangelists are more tv preachers i should say right right oh, yeah God, mean <laughs> yeah yeah it's that it's that manna you know like yeah. like how the people of of israel they had manna at first and then they got a little maybe it didn't it lacked flavor but it was it's good to get food from heaven yeah. you know yeah. at first you're like whoa this is crazy and then you're like oh as i dig deeper maybe i'm like you know wanting a little more seasoning on there maybe i need to be yeah. convicted more as i listen and yeah. so my pastor at oasis in uh and um julian low uh is great with that but so is bishop jake so i watch online and um mm. but there's a bunch of great great pastors that um you know uh, even I listened to uh, the with the Calvary Chapel Costa Mesa their channel uh, from it broadcasts out of Orange County, uh, but they have some great um, programs on their um, 107.5 whatever the the uh, the channel is. Uh, but it's you know uh, there's so many great teachers, so many great you know, and you can start to realize when somebody's a better entertainer than they are, they might extrapolate certain things more uh-huh. the way an entertainer would. Yeah. But they're not giving you very good meat. You know, they're just like, right. you know, they're, they're just kind right. of, they're a lot of energy. And there's comics like that, you know? Yeah. I might be that type of comic anyway if somebody broke me down. Yeah. A lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm you're not, gonna, not preaching that. scripture, you know? <laughs> well, that's true, too. I'm not charged yeah, with saving yeah. souls. Or I feel like, like yeah. we are allowed to be all sparkles. That's <laughs> <laughs> like we have that luxury. Oh, <laughs> so sure. do, do you still consider yourself Baptist? I don't. I, I I believe I'm more non-denominational, and I mm-hmm. uh, you know, but I can understand that people of different religion. To me, religion is more the it, it's what it's a regiment, right? It's a way to get you know to practice that has worked for somebody that he's giving to other people. But I think Jesus, as he said, he didn't come to bring religion. He came to bring relationship. He came to fulfill the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we get too much into uh, how religion being the pathway, whereas it's really the pointer, um, you get back into where the Israelites were stuck, right? Or where they were yeah. stuck with the law, the Pharisees and the Sadducees who were so interested in the law and trying to, you know, um, put Jesus in these traps where, you know, you like the woman who, uh, the adulterous woman yeah. who, who he brought, like, well, he can't teach grace and forgive her, but then he can't violate the law of Moses. I'm sorry, and forgive her, but then he comes preaching grace. So how will he, how he's going to contradict here somehow, right? right? Because, right. and he said, sure, <laughs> you throw the stone, but he was without the sin, without sin, throw the first stone. Right. It's like, oh, there it is. He's the only one who had the ability to convict her. Yeah. In that moment. And um, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite thing about that is the older people left first. If you read the mm-hmm. the, the the oldest among them left first. I'm like, oh wow. So because right. older people know what you did, you know what I mean. <laughs> younger people, <laughs> younger people know that they, they still think they're kind of they don't realize that they're yeah. you know their mistakes. But when you get older, you're like, let me get out of here for Jesus right. starts calling right. out all my sins. Yeah, I, I think I see his point. I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, right now. I've done some nasty. I've done some stuff. You're yeah, right. Yeah, I'm yeah. out. Yeah. So, so what were some of the, if you have like maybe one experience that really brought you back or you, you mentioned something earlier about having these experiences with God that you understand why certain people might not really believe in God if they haven't come to know him or have these experiences with him, but you sort of alluded to some experiences that you've had. I'm curious, what was one of these first ones that really, uh, you know, kind of crystallized God for you? If that makes sense. For sure. And and I think as I say that, I mean, I think people have constant experiences with God, but they may not perceive it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I know that these moments happen earlier in my life. There are moments where I shouldn't be here, <laughs> but I'm here. But but the yeah. one that really stuck out, the one that I'm like, oh, this was God. It has nothing to do with my life. It wasn't even a big thing. 
I was talking to this girl, a buddy of mine. Um, I met up with with the, a young lady who I was interested in, but she was just visiting. So we came and just said hi. And I <laughs> nope. saw some guys stealing her purse. <laughs> oh, but I, didn't oh. know, I didn't know that's what they were doing. I saw her talk, these two guys yeah. came to a car like as we were driving away. And I said, are you OK? Everything OK? She's like, yeah, she's a very friendly girl from Texas. Yeah. Not realizing that one of them was talking to her about her bumper sticker or something. She went to a certain school and the other one was reaching in, grabbing her purse oh. and got off with it. And she was inconsolable because she had a plane ticket in there, all this stuff. And I went over yeah. to try to, to talk to her. And as I went over to say, you know, to, to see what we could do, God told me, you're going to find that purse. And I said, I told her, I said, God told me we're going to go back to Hollywood and find your purse. She was wow. like, Whatever. And it was a, it was just like my journey we got. It was it, maybe three hours, wasn't finding any, you know, it wasn't get, going anywhere. And I was like, yeah. about to give up. And yeah. a transgender person was walking with the purse. And I just hear her go, that's my purse. And she's wrestling with a transgender person. And I said, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, no, you know, the person was like, I didn't steal this purse. And we were yeah. like, no, no, no. We know. Ma'am, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. know what to say. But yeah. I was just like, um, you know, we know who it was. It wasn't you. Right. She ain't got to yell at me like that. And I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> you know, I kind of calmed the situation down. And yeah. the girl got it back. And I was like, that's a miracle. That's crazy. And she goes, um, yeah, but it smells like cigarettes. I'm like, why are you not? I'm more happy. <laughs> you got your passport back yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's missing a couple bucks. And it smells like right. cigarettes. Right. But this is a miracle. And it wasn't even my miracle. And you yeah. don't experience it. And every time I talk to her, she works at BET now. And, you know, and, oh. and every time I see her, I'm like, remember? <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she only me. tells the story about how, how fascinated I was. You got me my cigarette purse back. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's crazy. It's all perspective in, the, oh, in sure. that, you know? Yeah. So you're like, yep. wow. I mean, that's a great sort of allegory or metaphor for how I think people tend to experience God, as you suggest, right? Like, you have these miracles, but it's like, ah, it smells like cigarettes. That's well, even from a non-religious perspective, like just how they don't appreciate what's right in front of their face. Sometimes. Yeah. Or when they happen in yeah. general. Like, oh. yeah, like you, you can't recognize or recognize just how good you've got it sometimes. Right. Or when you have luck. Right. You just go, oh, well, my luck was good, but it smells funny. <laughs> Yesterday. So I don't like it. Yeah. But I don't have luck today. Yeah. Oh, man. I stubbed yeah. my toe, though, even though I found. <laughs> yeah. That's all I mean, it is. You guys yeah. Right. Yeah. We do that as believers, too, right? Where it's like, yeah, but For that's sure. a miracle I wanted. It, it may be yeah. an okay thing. But my God is our genie. Helps. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Just rub that lamp. Right. No, God is interested in God's purpose, man. And and, yeah. and you are the vessel. Uh, and the more you accept that, the more life becomes, for me anyway, it's become a much more enjoyable experience. Like just to, yeah. to say like, uh, like basketball. Yeah, there's there's mm. games when I used to play basketball and we get blown out, we get beaten. That's not fun. But basketball is fun. It's the, yeah. I'm playing yeah. basketball. That's right. great. Right. I'm playing with my friends. So life is an experience. I'm having it. Not every experience is maybe what I want, but they all seem to work for the good uh, because I love the Lord, you know, for those who love the Lord, as the verse says. Yeah. Uh, but all things work for the good. So in this moment, I can't see it and I don't understand it. And it may seem as, you know, super dark or like there is no good that can come from this, but it, there, there is, there is some, something that I need to, to extrapolate from this situation and maybe I just I'm not seeing it yet. Um, yeah, yeah. But that's the yeah. old timey Christians would say, "Well, it all makes sense by and by." Right. You know? So right. there you go. <laughs> uh, so now, as a believer and a comic, how do you kind of navigate those? Because I know people look at stand up as more of an irreverent medium. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and I and I try not to. Um, you know, when I'm around old buddies, right? Like, because there's no, I don't come with the spirit of judgment or or, or to convict people who are non-believers in fact oh you i know do. it's so oh, right, right, right. <laughs> no, it does. He, uh, i watch him yell at people yeah i love, I love a guy it so with much. a hammer the other day <laughs> yeah you know we, we talk about we talk about how god you know judgment is god's but we're his hands so 
No, it's true. true. Seth would not make eye contact with me until I married Travis. Because <laughs> yeah, you guys were living in sin. Said it. He was and like, I'm I not just... going to speak to this woman you live with. But now he treats me with respect. You are wet. Yeah. It's great. I used to, I used to I used to call her Katie the concubine, but now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, I was doing this shit so crazy. <laughs> I have religious resentment, so I was like, mm, yeah. oh no, worked out. That, that it's felt right. That's so funny, man. Right, but so, no, yeah, that's I see guys because I've known guys for years, and you know I won't say a name, but like a buddy of mine, we're doing a show. They and they know kind of my. I feel like I just have to to be the light, right? Like this, to bring yeah. that into a situation. And guys, yeah. it, it affects you eventually. Like darkness is not even a thing. Darkness only exists is is the is is just something void of light. It doesn't exist. It's once light comes, it has to change. Yeah. Or, or flee or whatever it does uh but i, I had a, a buddy of mine doing cocaine in a green room and he just felt me like coming behind him and i've known him for i've never yeah. said he I, except for that's bad for his health he's a big guy yeah and, I, yeah. and he had a heart thing and he, he had a heart oh, like a thing where his heart oh, like he had to get his chest cut open and stuff mm. so more for that whether regardless of my religion and all this stuff yeah uh but he felt me behind him and he goes i'm only doing it to get the to, to not be drunk anymore sean <laughs> <laughs> something like that he said. trying to sober just, up yeah yeah he's trying to sober up <laughs> off the liquor because he had a show yeah, uh, yeah but yeah, this just uh-huh. I was like, okay, I left him alone because he felt like he needed to explain himself to me, even That's though so he, he really didn't. But yeah. he knew the love that I was coming at him with. Eventually, yeah. it works on people, man. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I think that works a little more than coming in with you. Because and then guys who I've known for years can go, well, what about you know? <laughs> and then there you go. That like yeah. I, I've lost any power of conviction because I'm coming at them with rules when yeah. I've broken rules, and yeah, I yeah. rather than say, yo, man. I'm sure uh, if you go by my history, you know, I'm sure you can find all kinds of stuff to 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 disqualify me. Uh just as you could with the Apostle right. Paul. Everybody you go heard through, it. You Try go to through the how to cancel Sean. <laughs> no, That's don't what he said. Sean. No, dude. <laughs> Get through the tweets. That's what I love the about tweets. this religion, man. Like yeah. like the or the idea of Christ is like, yo, he uses people. Yeah. Uh they say that uh Matthias was oh no, it was supposed to be the 12th uh, the replace Judas, but Really, the one God chose was Paul, the Apostle Paul, um, and he's a murder. He's a Christian killer, man. Like that yeah. was his whole thing. You go by his history; they yeah. were not fooling with him. No, uh, when they yeah. when Ananias had to go up to him and say, "Hey, uh, you know, God told me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. hey, uh, to that you, you know, to, to pray for you and right. that you're, to, for your sight to come back and don't but kill you know, me." At the same time, Paul was also like, "No, no, no I didn't." kill any christians that was saul you guys know a different true that true that but i mean it was that much of a change you you know i think when you really have that relationship with god revelation you're a brand new creature you might even need a new name you know like uh because you're that different but people should be able to feel it you know rather than you beating them over the head with it like look i'm different and shame on you and yeah come come to where i'm at now well wait a minute you know let's just just uh, plant that seed and some seed falls on good soil. You'll be shocked, man. Like, yeah. like when you come back a, few, a little while, I think Jesus said some grain falls on hard rock. Some falls on bad soil, or, but the, the good soil, when you just let it, you don't need it to grow right in front of you. I know some Christians like that. As soon as I get a yeah. word, I want to see, <laughs> you know, the effects, the effects right. right now. Where's my blessings? When it took God a while to work on you. If God didn't get an instant, out of you then what do you what do you think you can do you know just yeah. plant that seed and spread it and yeah but i'm working so hard <laughs> right you know i made so many changes already it's not my works <laughs> no 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 yeah man but you know it's a it, i think it makes you have to confront that when any you can point to so many things in our religion that make you have yeah. to go like all right but that'll make you a complete um hypocrite if you don't realize that there's people that give us the gospel that are you know flawed people the only one perfect in yeah. the, king david oh my god such a flawed yeah. individual one yeah. of my favorite people in the i mean my favorite person besides jesus of course in the bible yeah, uh, yeah. but such a you know just a man that went back and forth the bible doesn't paint people as perfect people right um they they all fall or have glaring faults 
Yeah, and, we're all uh, just human, right? They're, they're working through throughout the process of loving God. He was always a man after God's heart, but yeah. you know, sometimes lust gets in there. Sometimes you have faith, but you don't have faith. So, the man said, I have faith. <laughs> Remember, he said, God, help me with my unbelief. He's like, I believe, yeah, right, Lord, but help right, me right, with my. Right. So both can exist at the same time in the same vessel. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you and I apparently both agree it's much easier to be righteous without women. Right. <laughs> For sure. That, that, For sure. That's, what brought, <laughs> that's what brought David down. <laughs> oh, man. Bathsheba, <laughs> man. Golly. I've never met another Bathsheba. David's weak. It's just long ass hair. If all it takes is long ass hair, you need a meeting with Jesus. Well, Pluck out your what do you say? Plug out your eyes. How'd that go? Yeah. Oh, it does that sound. And offend you, cut it off. Oh, cut it off. If that's right. And you pluck it out. Yeah, right. he should have. That's what he should have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor yeah. one is just trying to take a bath. Well, he also didn't yeah. up on his roof. The creep. Yeah. Many things. <laughs> you know? Many things went wrong that day. That's true. <laughs> and then he didn't true. have to kill Uriah. You know, that's anyway. Man, I'd be like, you remember that head detective from uh, In Living Color? I'd be that if I had to cut off everything oh. <laughs> throughout my life. <laughs> offended me. I'd be yeah. just like feet and like a head. Yeah. And a... Yeah, right, right. I would, I would be much less able-bodied yep. <laughs> than I am now. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh, Sean, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. I think we're coming up on about an hour. Yeah. Uh, so I want to give you a chance, as is tradition on this podcast, to, to let you ask me anything you want about Mormonism. In a a segment. By the way, I'm making an intro. I want to make an oh, intro. Oh, you're going to make this. an intro for this? I love it. But for now, ask a Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On this nah. segment, what's the deal with Mormons? What's with the deal Grant? with Mormons? <laughs> but, you know, I I mean, of course, I'm sure you've been asked about, like, you know, the, the bigger stuff, like polygamy or anything yeah. like that. But, yeah. but yeah. Uh, the, classics. the classic. The classic stuff. I, yeah. I am interested. Do you guys celebrate Christmas in yeah. a traditional way? like yes. tree and stuff okay. oh yeah, yeah yeah we've got a nice tree we put up lights uh I, I was putting up christmas lights for like two days because they kept on falling down ah. but yeah ah. no, we do we do the normal christmas the normal stuff, stuff. Um, do you yeah. have more than one wife or do you no no <laughs> just one no polygamy no polygamy for i think uh, it depends on where you live utah it's easy or so no, i mean <laughs> not in la LA? It's like having guns. It's like in the city and in the country, there are different rules. <laughs> it's hard to convince one woman to marry you in LA. Man, I'd have to get a job to get more than one wife. No, oh, I think I, I think the uh, yeah, no, mainstream, mainstream faith, even in Utah, one wife. There's uh, the, uh, polygamist communities that are not affiliated with the mainstream church. Uh huh. You have polygamy and practice it to their heart's content. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. They, they, they basically live in the woods, though. They live like out. I actually, my grandpa, yeah. my grandpa lives down the street from some. They like moved in, took oh. over part of this small, small town in Utah. Oh. Um, and my grandpa's driven by them. My, my grandpa, according to my dad, my grandpa was like very, you know, mainstream faith by the book. Yeah. And he's, he called up my dad uh, maybe a year or so ago and was like, you know, my, my neighbors are just the nicest people. They're polygamists and they're great. And my dad was like, wait, what? <laughs> you're, making, you're making friends with them. Okay. That's good. Good you for you. You gotta be friendly to live with that many people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, crazy. Yeah. So anyhow, no, no, no. So to answer the question, no, no polygamy. It's uh, it is practiced not within the mainstream faith offshoots, you know, these, fundamentalist sects have kept it um and it's yeah. you know obviously illegal federally utah right. i think has tried to pass some laws to make it somewhat legal only because as i understand it, it's so difficult to prosecute and mm. find them anyway so yeah. i think they've just kind of let it go uh on the enforcement side but yeah but yeah not part of the mainstream faith and but, you guys have a different but so that you have the bible but then also yeah addition the joseph yes like, yeah, we have what's called the Book of Mormon, which is what Joseph Smith translated. And then another book of scripture that he developed with, uh, you know, that we believe were revelations he received from God while translating the Book of Mormon and uh, restoring the church. Uh, and that's called the Doctrine and Covenants. So we have the Book of Mormon mm -hmm. and the Doctrine and Covenants. And then these papyrus or these, you know, uh, documents that he translated that, that are called the Pearl of Great Price. But it's very, uh, 
That's a and very book of, short book. So the Book of Mormon has the, within it the Bible, kind of like the uh, the Catholics have the what is it the um, the Anna the 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 other books the, the you know like Maccabees and oh um, so that's called the uh, I don't know yeah uh, what is that. That's the. Hey, do you uh, with some, you grew up, you're half Catholic. There's, there's half. another. It's like know, five it's extra tickling, books. It's like well, tickling something in my brain. I know exactly what you're talking about. In I one of those books, it. some dude fights a dragon. And right, right, little, right. I was like, yeah. Mom, this is this is why I'd rather be Catholic than Baptist. Like, <laughs> like, no, me, I'm not letting you pray to demons. It was, yeah, the whole thing. Oh, it starts with an A, I think. I, the, um, I didn't know Catholics had such Deuterocanonical. <laughs> Does that sound right? Deuterocanonical books? Oh, uh, but it's Apocrypha is the name. Oh, yeah. Yes, the Apocrypha. Apocrypha. The Apocrypha is, the, is the... So it's just... So is that how the Book of Mormon operates? Like, it's the Bible, but then also... Well, it's we a believe, full... Yeah, I mean, really what we believe is the Book of Mormon is the purest form of the Word of God that we have right uh, now. The Bible is the Word of God, but we also have this sort of parenthetical as long as it's translated correctly. So... Uh, the, the the church itself proclaims the King James version as the version that we accept and right. kind of follow. But but that's not to say it's the only true version of the Bible or that it is um, everything in that is the most correct. No, right. that's just right. the one that we use for reference sake. Right. Um, but yeah, the Book of Mormon, we we believe kind of tippy top. So mm -hmm. Book of Mormon right. and then the Bible is... Uh, is kind of second to that because it's been so changed. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But we look at them both as, you know, both are essential works of, of scripture. Both sure. contain truth. Um, we just believe that the book of Mormon has more of it, you know, clearer. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. Man. I didn't mean to Absolutely. chuckle when you said that, like, uh, <laughs> I apologize. Whatever. That's fine. Travis. I just like the concept of most truth. <laughs> yeah. And you've got truth. <laughs> But we're truth. We have fuck. we have more. You guys get no, lambasted no. a lot, man. Does it does it make it hard? Stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah, does okay. it make it hard? Like with no. like the Book of Mormon play and all. Like, yeah, would you find but... it hard to? Uh, and I've never seen the play. Um, but I Not know uh, Trey Park is it good? Yeah, uh, I apologize for the, how I've much heard I good love things. It. I've heard it's good just things. It's hilarious. It's oh, it's just funny. Uh, yeah, and even like the stuff that isn't railing against the church is more of just the, the whole play is just really good. Yeah, I mean, I think Matt Stone, Trey Parker have taken this view of Mormons for a long time, which is. But what's they're... funny about them is, in it's canon, it's canonically. Uh, uh, sorry. It is a fact in South Park. The only way to get into heaven is Mormon. Yeah, like, right. If you go uh, like right. the, the South Park afterlife, right. like the whole gag is. Oh, people, man, we're in hell. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, what? like, yeah, they're in hell. They're like, well, well who got but, it right? I've been a devout Catholic my entire life. And they were like, uh, the answer was Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> the whole gag is that yeah. only Mormons. And yet they right. do make fun of you guys. They constantly. do. <laughs> well, they look, I think they look at us as kind of like you would a younger sibling, right? Like a harmless uh, younger sibling. They're cute. They're quaint. I see. But like, you know, they're kind of backwards. In some of those but it's like moms. sweet. It's sweet how naive and uh, childlike they are. Right. And I you think know? it also works <laughs> like that, that you guys don't like I've never seen it to where I mean, I could be completely wrong, like but like where people are uh, so offended that they get violent from the Mormon. I've never seen like, yeah. you know, not to talk about like if you talk, if you draw a picture of uh, yeah. of Allah or something like that or yeah, Muhammad well, right. or Muhammad, you can, right. you know, somebody will kill you or like they'll you get death threats at least. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, right. I've never right. heard of that from you uh, from your uh, church. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there are people that are like violent. From yeah, the I mean, really, church. what the <laughs> we keep the it thing under we're reacting to the <laughs> under the banner of heaven is about yeah. how rare it is. Yeah, that you, you it's literally and they only you know technically just killed two people. Well, that you guys' track record's pretty good. It's okay. There's some there's some documentaries on Netflix that uh, expand that body count. A little bit. Oh, really? <laughs> well, yeah, there's the murder I'm among sure the Mormons. We'll to that. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, I mean, I think as a group, though, what I what I what I'm getting from you, Sean, is like, yeah, as a group, we're not like taking pitchforks and knives to those who offend us or who make mm -hmm. fun of us or portray us badly. Right. That I've there might be a few it, individuals I mean, that are like crazy, but they're going to be crazy no matter what they believe. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like I'll see, you know, you'll see people. uh even in the Christian faith, like from, you know, in front of an abort, like wanting to blow up an abortion uh, clinic, yeah. things like right. that. Or, yeah. You know, uh, just things that you're like, you'll you'll violate 
certain principles uh yeah for this one and, yeah um, i mean yeah, I, I just i don't perspective wise i've never heard of that from you guys you know because you have this yeah sort of, yeah, I mean, in in California, when there was the Prop Seven fight, you know, maybe a decade or so ago now, um, the church was organized in in protesting against it, you know, in in keeping marriage to just a man and a wife. Right, right. Um, but the church has also kind of uh, opened. I think their the the official stance is like, ah, civil unions, okay, as long as you don't make us perform it in our temples, then we're okay. People can get married to whomever they want. You guys is a pretty good step in the. I think it's good. That's that's about as. That's the way I feel about it. Just in my life, woke as you guys are getting. Yeah, you guys can do whatever you you know. Don't be close to God. That's fine. Just (laughs) make us. Just don't make us do Uh, it. (laughs) My favorite thing that you say is more heaven for me. Yeah. (laughs) My favorite thing you say. Oh, it's great. It's great. All right. Any other any other questions, John, before we let you plug all of your busyness? No, man, that's it. And I do want to I mean, I'll go look into it more because I'm interested in uh in, in the under the, you know, any of that, that stuff. But I'll, I'll approach it with, uh, with yeah. the, you know, not trying to. Well, wait, I, I just don't know. I just never heard of this. <laughs> I've never heard of any. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a book by John Krakauer, which is maybe what Travis and I should read. Yes. You know, and finish while we're watching the series. But yeah, there was a, a pretty good investigative journalist book written by John Krakauer called Under the Banner of Heaven that looks at these murders that happened in the 80s. Really? And then Hulu, you know, uh, a show was made about it yeah. by this guy, uh, what, Dustin Lance Black or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I can't so. remember his name. Oh, and as he threw Andrew Garfield in there. Yeah, Andrew Garfield's in. Anyhow, so oh, the banner of heaven, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu, that show. And it portrays uh, my people as not very good. <laughs> not it very is a nice. harsh critique. Yeah. Rough. Sure. But rough. In this industry, do you find it hard to work with people that might be critical of the church or like, you know, is it Dustin. like, how do you approach that? Let's say you were working uh, with an EP or, or on Hulu or somebody that no, worked on this you know project. What? Sean, you're describing a dream problem that I would love. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be able to tell you. I've worked on a few shows and I'll tell you what, my experience has been, I I haven't really had that opportunity yet, but maybe one, yeah. and I'll let you know, I'll let you know what my experience is in that. In general, in general, talking to people on a one-on-one basis, people are like, no, I love Mormons. They're some of the nicest people I've ever met. And you guys might believe some weird stuff, but you guys are super nice. You know, that's kind of first and yeah. foremost. But if you go that's on been like my stance for a while. Yeah. But if you go on you guys Twitter, are too nice to be mean to. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know, if you go on Twitter or any sort of big kind of social media platform, like the, the more aggregate you get, I feel like there's more negative views. Does right. that make sense? I would agree with that. For sure. For sure. But on one on one, like everybody I've talked to is like, no, you guys are super nice. Now, maybe it's just they don't see a point in fighting with me about like uh, telling me the truth on their feelings but but you know yeah. what, have what, you ever what, had to sacrifice some sort of religious like a sabbath or something like that for uh for a gig or something or something that you had to uh i know a buddy uh, who who got like a producer job but he told him uh, i'm seventh day adventist and i think their sabbath is saturday yeah and so i don't do anything yeah, and it it, it could have cost him the gig, but right. they actually yeah, yeah, respected yeah. him a little more. Uh, oh, that's great! Of his stance with his religion. Yeah, uh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, but no, did anything like that come up? No, I haven't had that come up yet either. Although I think if it did, I would be like, "Look, I'm basically a doctor, so I Hello? can on oh, Sundays." Shoot. You know what yeah, I mean? Froze. Just yeah. it just ruined my joke. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Wi-Fi. Damn. So what I was saying was, you asked. Okay, so you asked if I ever had to like sacrifice a gig for a Sunday or Sabbath observance. And I said, well, no, not yet. And I don't think I would because I just view us as doctors and we work on Sunday. You know, we're bringing health. We're bringing mental health, emotional health to people. Yeah, I love it. You know, I'm okay bringing joy, bringing joy to people on a Sunday. Come on. Yeah. What more could you do? Which at the end of the day is what our job should be. It is. It's love. I think we a lot of comedians love. get lost in the sauce and they forget yeah. we're making people laugh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not uh, I'm not a shock comic. I work clean, so I don't feel bad about what I do on stage, you know? It's not yeah. like 
And I think that's maybe more of a compromise, like more of a fight I've had is what do I talk about and how do I talk about it on stage? I've definitely kept purposefully clean. I get dark, you know, but, but I'm not like being graphic sexually or, um, explicit in language. Do you find it hard to follow guys who are really dirty? Or like, like get, get, you know, like, is it weird? Or is it a tough transition? Yeah. Or have you figured it out? No, that still can feel weird for me mentally. Like just prepping to go up. What's tough. I mean, it's fine if I see someone being filthy in their bomb, you know, then it's like, <laughs> cool, 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 cool. I'll be all right. So when but you if see the crowd likes the dirty stuff, but when and I you're see like, well, them, shit, I can't bring that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. He's talking about my kids and hide and go seek going to be fun yeah. for them. But, you know, I'm still kind of figuring that out. I think it's just a matter of genuine you know you talk about like hey i'm not really trying to offend anybody i'm just being genuine a real you like i think that carries a lot more weight than For sure a lot of us comics want to think yeah yeah you know it's crazy i did a dispensary this tuesday it was jonesy and adam hunter's show yeah and i don't smoke weed i don't do any drugs um in fact but they like me because i went up there and i said that i said yeah i, I had a joke about having to take my throat was messed up because i can't there's so much smoke. Like, and I was like, yeah. is that somebody smoking like spicy? I don't know if they dipped their marijuana in Tabasco sauce or something. It was like, <laughs> but they were like liking me because like I said, look, I'm here because I need money. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they just That's laughed and, and they were like, what? I think in their minds, they were like, what would it be like if I didn't smoke weed and I had to yell and do all these voices and do all, <laughs> yeah, in yeah, front yeah. of, and I'm suffering through it, like drinking water every in places where I normally don't. Right. Uh, but it, it ingratiated, like you said, like, yeah, they might have, you know, other guys did smoke weed and they bombed yeah. and that didn't help them as much. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like just being sometimes that guy like, all right, well, time to talk about the kids. Yeah. After he's yeah. just doing some crazy, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> whatever, like sex right. act or whatever. He's right. doing. Yeah. I think I just need to lean into it more. Yeah. Well, uh, Sean, before we get booted, anything that you want to plug? Yeah. What you up to? <gasps> You know what? I've got um so the two shows. Oh no, 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 this won't air by then. Uh so I'm should be done for the rest of the year, except uh I got some fun improv stuff uh with my team, BMC improv. We're at Sketchfest January 20th. If you're in San Francisco, come check us out. I'm gonna be touring with King Batch, uh, my old buddy oh, from nice. college. Uh yeah. so if you're uh go check out the dates at kingbatch.com uh for that tour. But otherwise, I'm in LA. Always at the Ha Ha or Laugh Factory. So, uh, and you know, come check me out. Beautiful. Anything for you, Travis? Um, I can't remember. And you should. <laughs> I have uh, four shows in January, and I can't remember a single one of them. So. Ah, hey. Hey. Put it like. I'll, I'll email you. We'll put yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here. Also, shout a out. big shout out West Side Comedy Theater. I do every other Monday with my improv team there, and I perform stand up. Oh, nice. So please nice. Check out the West Great Side theater. Comedy Theater. That's a yeah. good room. That's a fun room for sure. Thank Sweet. Katie, saying. anything for you? Uh, no, I got not. I'm about to finish my Pokedex in Pokemon Violet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. That's what I got coming up for me. That's yeah. it. Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. My next clean show is on January 19th at the nightcap. So check my website out, SethLawrenceComedy.com for that info. Uh, but other than that, we're going to catch you all in 2023, baby. Thank you so much. Yeah. For coming in. Thank you so much for being here, Sean. You're the best. And best of luck in uh, in San Diego at the Laugh Factory tonight, tomorrow. Yeah, great to meet you, man. Take care. All right. Guys. Take much care. Love. God bless. Bye. Come to Jesus. He is the way.